Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to this episode of the Mia's Mentorship Podcast. I am so excited to have back my first ever guest on this podcast, Bob Thompson. I recommend that you go back and listen to our first episode that was recorded three months ago. It is episode number 16, so it's easy for you to find. And so today, we it is December 5th today that we are going to chat, but this isn't uploaded until the last Friday of December. So keep the timeline in mind while we're chatting on when this is. It is before Christmas, but by the time it's uploaded, you're listening to it after Christmas. So just keep that in mind. All right. Well, please welcome Bob Thompson. Bob. I am good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm really excited to have you back on to tell the audience your progress. <laughs> I must admit I'm a little I'm excited also, quite honestly. Yeah. So do you want to tell the audience who you are? And I want to preface that Bob was my first podcast guest about three months ago. So we are both very excited to hear about what he's learned and what he's gone through and the progress he's made. Okay, so my name is Bob Thompson. I am a real estate agent and motivational speaker based in Chesapeake, Virginia. When you and I spoke, I had gotten down to about probably 211 to 12. I had put on about 20 to 25 pounds after I broke my leg in 2022 and I hadn't gotten it off. And I had a bad habit of eating box macaroni and cheese by the gallon, essentially. So here we sit the weekend after Thanksgiving, I got on the scale and I was down to 199 and I have managed to maintain it. It's running as of right now, 197, 198, 199, it's kind of hovering. So I yeah. am quite happy that I have been able to keep the weight off so far. That's so awesome. So share with us what obstacles have you had in the past three months? How did you overcome those obstacles? What have you learned? Did you change anything or have you pretty much stayed the same as what you told us last time? You know, honestly, I, yeah, you know, we talk so much about how I had uh, the love for the box macaroni and cheeses and all that. And to be quite honest, I don't miss them anymore. Like when I first started trying to lose weight, I did miss them. Mm -hmm. uh, somebody made one like a month ago and I had like three bites and I was like, it's just not doing it for me anymore. So I've gotten over that feeling completely, which I'm quite honestly a little shocked and surprised. Yeah. The biggest thing I'm doing is I'm just keeping my calorie count down and planning ahead if I'm going to eat heavy. Like, obviously, I had a Christmas thing to do the other night, and I was prepared for it and kept my calorie count during the day because I knew I was probably going to go a little overboard while I was at the party and eating, you know, chips and things of that nature. So just really just being mindful of, essentially, you know, what I'm putting in my body in terms of staying away from fast food and stuff like that, and just calorie counting more than anything. Yeah, I want to talk more about 
the not missing things when you go back to it. <laughs> I experienced that same thing. And it's something that you can't really believe until it actually happens to you or even fathom until it actually happens to you because I did the same thing to where I like I used to eat a lot of fried food a lot of ultra processed food a lot of sweets but then I stopped eating it because I was improving my health or I would have it very minimal but then I went to a period where I just like didn't want it anymore so I didn't have it for a while or soda too and then I went back and I had fried food and I just, I didn't want it. I was like this, like it smells good to me still, but it just <laughs> didn't taste as good as I remember. It made me feel bad after eating it. And I actually had a, a box mac and cheese too. It happened to be the same thing. I went to my mom's house and I was like looking at her pantry, like, what can I eat? And she didn't really have anything. So I was like, I'll just get some box mac and cheese. I haven't had in a while. I cooked it. I took a few bites and I was like, I don't, I don't want the rest of this. Like it just, it's not satisfying my hunger. It's shocking because I never thought that I would number one, have the willpower to walk away from the box macaroni and cheese and not have a taste for it. You figure again, I'm at this point, I'm 51 years old. I've been eating box macaroni and cheese since I was a child. Mm -hmm. And I have always been that kid that you know would eat shells and cheese like it was going out of style so the fact that i won't make up a box of it anymore is just to me is astounding quite honestly i just didn't think i could pull it off yeah have you seen that with other foods too the fast food because i know that it's a calorie bomb it just becomes a case of okay well if i eat it then i can't eat the rest of the day and it's probably going to make me feel like garbage anyway the other big push for me has been, you know, we talked about it briefly. The blood pressure has gotten so much better since I've lost the weight. And yeah. that's the biggest plus for me is if the blood pressure is better, I'm not quite as tired. I feel better. And that, and it's nice to see that scale either a move a little bit or B stay where it's supposed to stay. So that's been a big push for me. I'm just not eating the junk. It's just, I mean, I, again, let's not kid ourselves. I'm not, you know, exactly Mr. Ve you know, Mr. Vegetarian in any way, shape or form, but again, I'm keeping my calories down and I'm staying away from the fast food. And that seems to make the biggest difference so far. Yeah. I like that you noted planning ahead too. That's something that I like to stress to my followers is that especially during the holidays, we have those feasts, you know, like Christmas and Thanksgiving lunch or dinner. And then we also have the holiday parties with friends. And then we have the work gatherings. And so it's all these things that we don't usually have. And so one, if you're able to like know what's going to be there first. So, you know, like, okay, is there anything there that I'm going to be able to eat, you know? And if you want to plan like, oh, yeah, I want to have some desserts like this day, then plan the meals ahead for the rest of that day. Like, OK, let's save some calories for the dessert I know I'm going to eat or even two days ahead. If you know it's going to be like a whole big meal and you're going to eat a lot more than you usually do, then plan for that. Or another thing is instead of eating every single entree or every <laughs> single side, like if it's a potluck, instead of eating every single bit, 
have a little bit and then keep in mind like okay i can take it to go and have this as, as another meal later yeah and the other thing is that i'm not overeating either because the, i did it i overate a couple of weeks ago where i had a big heavy meal later in the day than i usually would and quite honestly it took me a lot longer to get to sleep i didn't feel good so i don't eat nearly as you know as much as i used to i just i don't know if my I doubt my stomach's adjusted. Maybe my brain's adjusted a little bit to where I just, I just can't pack in the food like I used to. It just, it doesn't appeal to me, weirdly enough, which again, I'm not sure I would ever get in this position. And I'll tell you why. When I, when I had my first heart attack in 2018, I quit smoking because I really didn't have any choice in the matter. Mm -hmm. So I, previous to that, I hadn't done a very good job of of quitting smoking. I knew I needed to quit, but I hadn't done it. And I always really thought, okay, I quit smoking because I didn't have any choice in the matter. There was never, it was, there was never any way for me to ever really test my willpower because I didn't get that opportunity. When they tell you you're having a heart attack, you're done. There's no conversation about it. So it's nice to be able to say, okay, well, I can actually have the willpower and, you know, leave the the box macaroni and cheese alone and put the the whoppers down and all of that. And I got to be honest, I'm a little proud of that. I'm a little bit surprised, but I am proud of that. And it makes me feel good to know that I am, you know, capable of not being a, a, a junk food junkie all the time. I think it's such a huge accomplishment because even like our, it's not even, or it's not only the, willpower to say no but it's also your body doesn't even want it like you've you've broken that barrier to where it's like your body doesn't even want it anymore and I think that's something that is really hard for a lot of people to get to like with me for me with sweets I couldn't put it down like I could get rid of the sodas the fried food and all that but it was so hard to give up sweets and so actually um I ended it like a couple weeks ago but I was like okay I've never in like since I can remember I have never gone a month without sweets. And I was like, I want to see if I can do it and how hard it is. Because it's like, I I don't have sweets a lot. It'll be like once a week, I'll have a cookie or me and my husband will get some ice cream. And so I don't have it often, but I was like, I want to see about going a month, you know, and if I crave it and how difficult it is. So I went the month without having any sweets. Well, I had like fruit and honey still, but I mean like added sugars or even I didn't have any like breads, things like that that turn into glucose. And so I, um, the first week was the hardest, which is weird because usually I'll go a week without it, but I guess it's because I knew like, oh, I'm going a month. And so it's like a mindset <laughs> thing too. So yep. the first week was actually the hardest but after that, it was so easy to say no. And before, when I would have a sweet, I would still want sweets for the next couple of days. And it was it's like, it takes a lot of willpower and self-discipline for me to say no. So I don't eat it more than once a week. But after not having it for a month, when I did reintroduce it, I didn't want it after I had it, like for the next following days, which is something I've never experienced. Because usually those next few days are like, okay, like I know I'm going to have to be sure to have my meal set so I don't so I'm not hungry because when I'm hungry is when I'm more likely to go and pick something up to eat that might have 
sweets or you know if I'm at someone's house and they have snacks I'm more likely to grab those snacks without sugar and so it's been really crazy seeing that also no I agree and I think um getting into the habit of the snacking the I've been uh hitting the sunflower seeds a little bit and that seems to help that when I get that feeling of I just kind of want to go through the process of crunching on something I'll have a couple of handfuls of sunflower seeds and that seems to take away that urge to eat like a chips or something like that. Just that, that process of sitting there watching TV eating has been replaced by at least, okay, I'm going to have a couple of handfuls of sunflower seeds and then I'll, I'll, and I'll be fine after that. So that seems to help a lot too. Yeah. Having those things in place for me, it's, gum I'll chew on gum if I feel like I you know need to eat something but I know I'm not hungry because usually it's when I'm home all day then I'm more likely to feel like I have to eat more but in reality when I'm out all day I'm fine having two to three meals a day and so I know (laughs) I don't need it it's just yeah it's it's like a mindset mentality thing and so I'll either chew a piece of gum or I'll have like a glass of milk if I feel like I do need some calories and I'll just it's like 150 calories for a glass of whole milk. So I'll have that. You and your milk. <laughs> I love milk. Milk is so good. <laughs> yes. So I'm not looking for a specific answer. I want you to be completely honest, but have you noticed any changes in your mood or how you feel mentally since you have changed your eating habits? I would say probably not. I think I had to adjust my mentality before mm. I started eating better because a lot of times the macaroni and cheese was a comfort food. So if I was having a bad health day or I was having a bad real estate day, then and since I can't, obviously I can't smoke, I don't really drink anymore, then I would take it out on the box of macaroni and cheese. So I've kind of had to adjust that thinking and again, you know, I'm all about the persistent progress. So I'm getting, I'm starting to get excited about the next step, which is, okay, realistically at my height, I re- really should be about 185, 190, because I'm not a tall person. Mm-hmm. So I'm starting to include some treadmill work. And then I'm, you know, wanting to get into not a massive amount, but a little bit of weightlifting. And I literally mean, you know, we're talking little hand weights. We're not talking going to the gym and getting all swole or anything like that, yeah. you know, but I'm excited to a keep the weight off and B see if I can actually get to 190 or 185. And I'm, I can now see it in my face to where people have noticed that I'm a little bit thinner and I can notice it in my face now. And that's kind of cool too, that I can see the progress. Yeah, for sure. So what exercise do you do right now? Or not, like any movement, like, are I guess, are you on your feet a lot for work? I'm on my feet a fair amount, but really it's just been the treadmill. And then what I would say would be again, some at-home exercises in terms of, mm. you know, push-ups, a little bit of weightlifting. And again, it's, we're talking, you know, 15, 20 pound dar- uh, dumbbells, stuff like that. Nothing of any, any extreme measure. I really wanted to get, as you know, wanted to get that first 20 off and then it was like, okay, now then I'll start focusing on stuff like that. So that's kind of kind of my next goal. Now that I can do it and I hit it, which 
I got to admit, I was shocked because it was Thanksgiving weekend. And when that sucker popped up, I grabbed my phone and <laughs> jumped back on it again and then took the picture and was like, holy cow, I can't believe I did it. <laughs> it surprised me. It really and truly did. Yeah, it's such an accomplishment, too. Yeah. And then like I literally like one of the first things I did, because you and I had talked about it. I was like, well, I got to let her know what's going on. Yeah, I actually I had a reminder on my phone on December 1st. And the reminder was email Bob Thompson about coming back on because I knew like December was the three month mark since you were on last. And so, yeah, you texted me like a few days before the reminder was going to go off. And I was like, perfect, perfect timing. Yeah, yeah, it was. And then I when I posted my little picture of the scale, I also included or, or I should say re-included the, the podcast and, and reposted it so, you know, people could see it because I felt like, again, you know, we had talked about it. And let's be honest, if I had just put all the weight back on, I never would, you know, I wouldn't have told a soul. I, I would have banished that podcast far and away somewhere, you know. But since I did it, I was just, I, like I said, I'm, I'm proud of the fact that I did it. And it's definitely affected my blood pressure for the good all the way around. So I kind of wish I had done it sooner. Quite I mean, there was no kind of, I should have done it sooner, but you know, better now than not at all, I guess. Mm -hmm. Can you remind us? Well, I know you said like the heart attack and then the blood pressure, but why didn't you want to, or why didn't you, I guess you probably did want to, but why didn't you take the action before that happened? Again, I think because, you know, before the, the heart attack, the, the two heart attacks and the bypass, I just, I ate like junk and I smoked and I didn't take as good care of myself as I should have. And I really didn't think at 46 when I had the first heart attack mm -hmm. that I was that unhealthy. I, I mean, I knew I needed to quit smoking, but I also felt like I got a few more years. I can, I'll gradually wean myself off of that. And that's obviously, you know, uh, other forces decided otherwise and said, guess what? You're done. Yeah. And then after that, I think it just became a combination of laziness, COVID, breaking my leg in 2022 didn't help because obviously yeah. I was, you know, quite immobile. And again, the changing my mentality of, okay, I'm not going to eat this because it's comfort food helped a lot and actually learning that I have way more willpower than I thought I did mm -hmm. because I really I never had to test it before you figure I couldn't smoke because I it, let's be honest I'll die if I do so that wouldn't be very smart so I never really had to challenge myself in that regard at all so it's been fascinating for me personally to be able to go okay I guess I do have more willpower than I thought I did because I, I didn't have to do it before yeah what did you do to cope with the comfort food tendencies? Just had to power through it, quite honestly, a little bit of sunflower seeds and just know, you know, like you and I talked about, once I started to see just that first bit of progress, you know, and I know they say you're not supposed to watch the scale. Well, in my case, it works for me. So I was, you know, I, it would promote, it would provoke me to stay in the good. So if I was down to 210 and then it popped to 211, it's like, okay, I'm starting to, you know, know, know how I am. I knew I was going to start going back up again. So I'm like, okay, let's cut back. And then two days later, boom, I'm down to 209. Okay, that's good. Let's keep going. And then just the, you know, 
realizing, you know, hey, two weeks have gone by and I haven't had to take my blood pressure medication during the day because my blood pressure has been strong. And it kind of dawned on me. I was like, wow, I haven't had to take my lisinopril. So that that really was just that it was a combination of finding winning and motivating factors to keep me going, I guess is the best way to put it. And that's just what I've been doing. And that's still what I'm trying to do, because we both know. You know, if I put all the weight back on, then what was the point, you know? Mm -hmm. Have you ever done a scan that tests like fat percentage, muscle mass, water retention? Like, have you ever um, gone to a facility that offers that before? I never have. They've just always told me that for my height, that I'm about 5'9", I realistically should be about 185, 190. And for years, I could maintain 200 very easily, and it didn't really bother me at all. And, you know, finally, as age catches up to everybody, and between that and laying in the bed with a broken leg, you know, certainly added to putting the weight on. So maybe one I, day I'll do that. <laughs> I highly recommend it. I think it would really, really motivate you because um, like you mentioned, when looking at the scale, you don't know what is what, like, for example, you don't know what percent of that is fat, what percent of that's muscle, what, what percent of that is um, water weight. And so, especially if you want to start lifting again, you're going to start getting muscle mass but your weight might stop going down for a little bit because you're gaining muscle mass, but you're also losing fat because of how you're eating. And so you might become discouraged like when you do start introducing that. And so I highly, highly recommend, um, I'm sure like you can look it up, like there's like fit 3D scans or things similar to it where some places even offer it for free to do it or you can find somewhere to do it and it's like maybe $50 or something just to do the scan. And it'll tell you like where the fat is placed on your body, like if it's in your abdomen or, you know, your legs or wherever it is. And then it'll also tell you the percentage of your fat, your muscle, water retention, and then it'll give you measurements and whatnot. And then if you do that every two to three months, then you can see also like, oh, I like my weight, for example, hasn't changed much, but my, my fat has gone down by like 5% and my muscle mass has gone up by 5%. And so I think doing that is really encouraging when you start introducing the weights and exercise, especially. That's a good idea. And luckily I, I've got some people close to me that are very, very into athletics and working out and, and things of that nature, including, you know, a combination of powerlifting and things of that nature. So those are the folks that when I'm ready to get to that point, I'll reach out to them and obviously they can point me in the right direction and, you know, perhaps some, you and I talked in the past about maybe perhaps some meal planning and things of that nature. So I kind of feel like I'm on, I got through that first initial step and now it's time to try to, you know, obviously get through the holiday and then, you know, start stepping up, you know, into the new year and really trying to make a serious effort to be completely healthy all the way around ultimately. Yeah. I really love too, that you emphasize, like you're well aware of the steps it takes I think when people get into it, they want to try to do everything at once and they're more results focused. Like if they don't see the results in a short period of time, they're really discouraged. But you're so aware and I can tell just by talking to you that you are enjoying the journey. You're enjoying the process and you know it takes a while because it does. It takes 
it takes consistency, it takes time, it takes change. And then we go through different seasons too. Like for example, you broke your leg. So you have to deal with those circumstances. You might get a small setback, but when you overcome that, you do something new. And and so I think that's going to be a really good encouragement to the audience because it's so easy to be results focused and not enjoy the journey and understand that there are certain steps to take. You can't leap 20 steps you do have to go step by step by step and not stress either about 10 steps ahead like just focus on what's in front of you right now no i agree and i and i and i do that and i preach that you know with the persistent progress and taking it little by little and you figure if i correct me if i'm wrong i think we had our our last podcast i believe it was september 10th Mm-hmm. So you figure I was, I think I had lost about five to eight pounds at that point, somewhere in there. I don't remember off the top of my head. Yeah. So you figure now we're into December. So it took me a couple of months, but I'm okay with that. I mean, I didn't have anything but time and there's, n- that's nothing to, to be ashamed of. You figure I consistently dropped, you figure three months, I dropped 20 pounds. That's not bad. I mean, that's really not overall. Yeah. That's you know, that's what, 12 weeks. Yeah. Four, eight to about 12 yeah. weeks. So I, I dropped about a pound and a half to two pounds somewhere in there each week overall. And there's nothing wrong with that. I just, I just kept doing it and did what I had to do and never really, the scale never really shot back up. It would go up a, maybe a half a pound here or there. And again, it would be like, okay, let's, you know, let's get back on our focus again a little bit. And uh, like I said, I, I'm surprised that I did it a little bit, that I had the willpower to do it. And I'm proud of the fact that I did it. And I'm feeling and seeing the results, which quite honestly makes me very happy all the way around. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely going to need to have you back on again. And I hope that this <laughs> motivates you to stay on track. I'm going to have to have you back on. You said... What's your goal? 190, 185 around there? Realistically, I should be at 185. I'm shooting, I'm gonna shoot for 185. If I if I, I can't get there, I can't get there. I imagine I should be able to. I think when I get to 190, um I'm gonna try to ma- I'm gonna maintain through the rest of the holiday, through the rest of the year. And yeah. then I'm and then the first of the year, then I'm gonna talk to my folks that are that are heavy into you know, weight, weightlifting and exercising and all of that and try to put a little bit of a routine together. And then I am going to push towards the 185. And the biggest thing for me is I think I've gotten past the point of eating the junk. You know, again, I'm not Mr. Salad in any way, shape or form, but I'm also not Mr. Cheeseburger anymore either. And I think that's a big part of it. Yeah. Well, yes, I'm going to set a reminder on my phone to have you back on in in March. So in three months or a little over three months so yes i'm gonna I think it's a great idea yeah i think it's a great I, idea I'm let's so see what happens in this <laughs> <laughs> i'd love to hear your journey <laughs> you're you're gonna come back i'm gonna be sitting here looking like shrek or something like that <laughs> I'm gonna be all, well <laughs> with eating little debbie snack cakes by the box <laughs> what happened bob well i'm now 260 um you know <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. I have one of the little chairlift things picking me up out of the chair. Oh my goodness. <laughs> to do that in three months would be impressive in itself, honestly. That would be yeah, that wouldn't be that wouldn't be good in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on. And 
where can the audience find you if they want to chat with you, talk to you about your journey and get some advice from you or something? They can always find me at what Bob thinks on both Facebook and what Bob thinks.com. And they're more than welcome to reach out, shoot me an email, give me a phone call, send me a text. You know how I am. I'm always available. Not a big deal. I'm here to help any way I can. Awesome. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thanks for having me again. I appreciate it. Yes. You have a wonderful night. You too. Please give Bob a round of applause. And also for the amazing accomplishment that he accomplished, getting down under 200 pounds. I'm so glad that he is willing to share with us his journey, what he has gone through, and just his story. And I'm really excited to chat with him again in March to see if he gets down or how much closer he is to his goal. Well, if you'd like to chat with Bob, then I'm putting his information below in the show notes. And if you are interested in working with me, then please head to miasmentorship.com. There you can find the courses I offer or you can apply to work with me for one-on-one coaching. I also have a blog where I upload three blogs a week on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Then if you want some more, and that's free, of course, on my website. And if you want more free content, then you can head to Instagram where you can find me at mias.mentorship. And there I post daily content so you can keep learning. Well, hope you have a blessed day.